Hey, it's Charlotte. I thought we'd do something a little bit different this week. Every month I go on the Daily Tech News Show, DTNS, with Tom Merritt, Sarah Lane and the crew. And we do a segment called Additional Conversations. And we discuss things kind of media, streaming, all the kind of stuff that I cover on this show and in the newsletter. So I thought for once I'd share the audio on this feed too. You can watch the video over on the Edition YouTube channel as well. Enjoy. Last week, Netflix announced a 10-year deal with TKO Holdings to bring WWE's Monday Night Raw and other WWE content to the streaming service in 2025. Coincidentally, Netflix also announced the departure of film chief Scott Stuber, who will be with the company until March, but then he's out of there. Uh, in a recent Bloomberg opinion piece, Paul Hardart from NYC Stern School of Business thought, you know, this is a sign that the company isn't just cutting back on costs. We already knew that, but maybe pivoting away from high cost original films towards traditional TV content. The kinds of things you see on broadcast TV, drama, sitcoms, reality TV. And he added the ability for Netflix to compete with network TV seems to be at a tipping point, not just for Netflix, but for streaming services in general. Charlotte, is this a major threat to so-called linear TV? Well, I think we were at the major threat stage many, many years ago. I think that major threat has passed and had its effect. What I find interesting is this idea that Apple is sorry that Netflix is not going to make the big hit movies anymore. Uh, and while I understand the argument, I find it hard to imagine that. Now I can see maybe they'll make fewer and make sure that what they have is the hits. But the idea that all like the main thing it's going to focus on is kind of competing with the 30 minute network comedy and stuff, I find that unlikely. But saying that, you know, when we all looked at that data, you know, that spreadsheet that Netflix put out towards the end of the year showing the most watched shows, loads of us were like, well, I've never seen that, I've never heard of that. And that's because it's not always the flashy stuff that gets the hours of viewing, right? It's yeah. people. I think that's a really important thing to bear in mind talking about Netflix now. Did, did you see the Nielsen report? This was just for the US, but uh, it found that the top 10 most streamed uh, TV shows of 2023 were all library shows. No originals. Right. Ted Lasso right. was the top stream original, but it didn't crack the top 10 overall. Right. And I mean, Apple will be very pleased with that given it's very limited catalog, but that's a slightly different discussion. I think we have underestimated, I've written about this before, actually, the importance of the library. Mm -hmm. So think about, say, Paramount Plus. I mean, the originals are okay. People kind of got into the curse, didn't they? But you don't take out a Paramount Plus subscription because you want to watch the curse. You take out a Paramount Plus subscription because you want to watch all of Star Trek, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And maybe uh -huh. the new ones too, but but yeah, sure, but, but the entire library is there. All yeah, of it together. Yeah, like it's yeah. not for, I mean, the HBO sort of model of like, I want to watch that one series. Mm -hmm. That is a tough sell these mm -hmm. days because you have so many other options. I think yeah, Netflix I getting WWE make, makes it take a step towards being a replacement for linear TV. And I, I know streaming is good. We all knew it was replacing cable and broadcast. That's not the news here. The news is that Netflix isn't prestige. 
Netflix isn't becoming HBO before HBO becomes it, like they said back in the days. Netflix is becoming ABC, CBS, NBC, or or BBC, ITV, uh, Channel 4. It's it's mainstream stuff. Whereas Apple is trying to do the HBO game. There you go. Fewer shows, fewer films, but it wants them to all be high-end. It wants you to think of it as the high-end streamer. Netflix just wants you to watch for hours and hours and hours and hours. And it's working. Everyone's like, oh, working. No, one, no one watches Netflix originals anymore. Turns out it doesn't matter. They all watch Suits. Even though Suits was available on Peacock in the US, they still watch Suits on Netflix. Yeah. I mean, I've gone through all sorts of, I think I did the whole of How I Met Your Mother on there at one point. Like, we've all done it. But the, the, just if we have a moment to talk about the WWE thing and the live sports thing. Because, you know, you and I have talked about this, Tom, on both of our shows. Sure, sure. Um, like, is Netflix going to do live sport? It's been sniffy about it for years. Uh, I think there was, I, in that newsletter I wrote today, there was a quote from Enders Analysis, who's an analysis firm in the UK, who were slightly telling us to calm down about this. They were basically saying, look, the WWE deal doesn't mean Netflix is now definitely going to go and buy NBA rights, which are no, this year. No, definitely, I agree. And, yeah. and I think that's right. And we have to remember that Netflix's record with live stuff is kind of mixed at best. Um, and I think they're taking a big risk here with WWE. People who like WWE really like WWE. And you cannot screw that up live. People want to watch that live. You've got to get it right. And so it's a really big pressure moment for them. And I can understand why they're like taking the sort of baby steps they are to get into the space and to see if they really want to get involved and splash that cash around to compete with Amazon for the NFL or Premier League, whatever you want to pick out. Yeah, yeah. But like it isn't really a, I mean, you're not, it's not a competition. If you want WWE, you will go to where you can find that. Yeah. Sure. And that's where, you know, that, you know, that uh, uh, seems like such a clinch for Netflix because. <laughs> Get it. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> Wrestling term. Yeah. I so didn't even did that. do that on purpose. I'm a poet. I don't know. My, my question to you then is how many people who care about WWE, and I accept there are a lot of people that care about WWE. How many Quite a few. Many millions. Already? Many right. millions. How yeah. many of them don't have Netflix already? I, I don't think lot. Netflix cares because retention okay. is as important as acquisition. Uh, and, and so if they can keep a bunch of people that might have canceled otherwise, that works. Uh, I, yeah. I would look at Netflix's live strategy as being entertainment oriented because, you know, you can have this argument as WWE sports or entertainment. Yeah. It's both. Uh, it is sure. one of the most yeah. unique bothes <laughs> that exist. I think Netflix, I think, first of all, I think they screw up one of the lives and everybody gets mad, but then everybody gets over it and they get good at it and it's going to be fine. I'm going to just call that right now. Uh, but I also think we're going to see them do more award shows. Remember, they're doing SAG after awards. I wouldn't be shocked if Netflix angles to get the Oscars at some points, angles to get the Grammys. That seems I mean, consistent with what they And doing. that kind of works as a brand, right? We are the home of entertainment. Yep. You you love movies and TV, so do we. Come and watch the Emmys and the Oscars on our streaming service. It works. And frankly, I suspect some of the networks, from what I see of the viewership numbers, will be very pleased to not have to pay for put on that show anymore. <laughs> yeah, maybe. 